Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Parkinson's Association of San Diego Microcast Series. I'm your host, Jeff Seckendorf, here today with Matt Soto. Hey, Matt. Hello. So Matt is the head of the San Diego State University Adaptive Fitness Clinic. And we're going to talk about, of course, my favorite subject in the world, which is exercise. So, uh, Matt. Yes. What is the SDSU Adaptive Fitness Clinic? Let's start there. Yeah, the Adaptive Fitness Clinic um, is a service learning program at San Diego State University. And that's just basically a fancy way of saying um, it's directed and led by professionals, myself, who is a registered kinesiotherapist. Um, we do the evaluations, but all of our clients um, in the clinic get to work one-on-one -on -one with kinesiology students. So our students get hands-on experience under our supervision working with a variety um, of disabilities, including uh, people with Parkinson's. Um, the program has been around since 1983. Um, I've been the director since um, 2015. And in a nutshell, um, our program is trying to maximize each individual's function and abilities. Um, so really we want to try to get them to do stuff um, that's, um, that they can't do at home, but they can do in the clinic with our supervision um, and our um, and our skilled um, training and um, background in exercise. Is it like a physical therapy center or no? No, it's it's not. But there is some overlapping there with our program with our clinic. Uh, we don't use any modalities, so we're not using um, you know electrical stimulation, ultrasound, things like that. Ours is our clinic is more is all about um, exercise and movement. Um, but there is some overlap. We do inter we do incorporate therapeutic exercise, um, but um, we're 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 different than say an outpatient physical therapy clinic. What's your normal day look like? You a clinic day for you? What you you get up? You go to the clinic. What happens? So get up, go to the clinic, open up. Um, because we are a service learning program, we're a a clinic on campus. All of our students are part of the class. So our first class on, let's say, on Mondays and Wednesdays starts at 9 a.m. So open the doors, get all the clients in there, get all the students in there, and then we start up a session. Um, each session is 75 minutes, and we have classes throughout the day. Um, so every 75 minutes, um, we have new clients, new group of students coming in for their, um, their programming. And we are there to supervise and make sure everybody's meeting their goals. So when I'm on the floor, I'm interacting with the students, I'm interacting with the clients, seeing what their needs are um, and making sure um, number one priority is safety, but then just below that, um, that their goals are being met. So making sure that their program is on point, that they're doing everything they need and that the client's goals and their needs are being met um, because we are dealing with um, undergrads and we are dealing with students that this might be their first exposure. There's a lot of time spent making sure um, that the programming, the exercises that they're doing are of benefit um, to the client and they're just not spinning their wheels. Um, so we spend, I spend a lot of time throughout the day there. So that's kind of, in a nutshell, uh, what my day-to-day -day is, um, you know, Monday through Friday. All right, good. And we'll get to the clients in a minute. So basically, just so I have this clear, these 75-minute sessions are basically classes with students of kinesiology or exercise science or something like that. and the participants in the class are external clients who come in for therapy sessions. Is that right? 
Exactly. So we service anybody in the community. Um, we work with a wide variety, um, you know, including people with Parkinson's. Um, so we have a variety of um, neurological uh, conditions in there, and all of our clients work one-on-one -on -one, um, with um, an exercise nutritional science um, kinesiology student under our supervision for those 75 minutes. Um, and the base level for our program, because we want to get it with clients at least exercising two and a half hours weekly, is they come twice a week um, to those 75-minute sessions at the very minimum. And do you charge the clients for this? Yes. Um, our program um, is run primarily on our client fees. Um, there is some support from the university, but primarily uh, we keep the doors open um, with our client fees. But with that being said, um, we keep our fees very, very low um, to allow for long-term use of our program. We don't want clients to come in for, let's say, a semester, and they want to be discharged um, with a home exercise program just because of the cost. So we want them to consistently come as long as they're physically able to, and they're they're um, uh, getting benefit from it. Okay, so so where do you find your clients? So it's interesting because early on, um, before my time, it was very much just word of mouth. So it was um, doctor's referrals, primary care doctors, um, specialists specifically, um, neuro doctors. Um, and occasionally there would be a social worker who would find out you know, from one of their clients and they would refer another client that was on their caseload. Um, now it's all of those things but we get a lot of referrals from physical therapists um, who either have to discharge a client um, because of insurance reasons. Um, they're not able to provide, um, let's say, one-on-one -on -one, um, uh, sessions training for them, or they need something that's long-term, affordable, and consistent. So we get a lot of referrals from physical therapists, occupational therapists, um, and then also from third-party payers um, like the San Diego Regional Center as well. Um, and then also we get it from random places, support groups um, where I do speaking engagements, um, events we do in the community um, where we have a, a table to spread awareness of exercise um, and disability. So we get it from all of those um, areas. It's such an interesting model. It's kind of like dental school for the body, right? Yeah. <laughs> right. Because Very much so. Very much so. Yeah. Um, Pete Offsesser, who founded the program, his his ultimate goal was to get more individuals, whether they're going to physical therapy school, OT, more fitness professional, even like PAs, more aware of fitness, adaptive fitness, therapeutic exercise as it relates to a wide variety of function. Um, you know, just because somebody is using a wheelchair does not mean that they don't need exercise and they can't you know, get out of the wheelchair with a scissors. So you really wanted to spread awareness about that. But yeah, that's a perfect. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, which of course could be terrifying if you're going to yeah. dental school, but this For is, sure. a, a think, a little bit different. So how much of your your focus is on um, giving people, you know, of course our audience is mostly Parkinson's, but giving people an opportunity to come in twice a week and exercise for an hour, an hour and a half versus training them to you know, teach a man to fish, right? To go home and be able to do this daily or in a long term. Do you do you focus on more like a personal training session or more like on training for the future? 
we really do both so while they're there because no matter what the client's diagnosis diagnosis is when they're in the clinic there's certain things that they could really only do under supervision skilled supervision and training so we do a lot of stuff because we have different pieces of equipment in the clinic um so we really want to try to maximize their time there um, and then obviously when you're dealing with um, a parkinson's population you know uh, on a monday may be doing great fantastic but they come on the for the wednesday session and it's a totally different day so we always have to adapt as well um, but generally speaking, yeah, we want to maximize their sessions, but then we also want to educate, inform, so they can do some exercises, some activities consistently at home um, during when we're training new students. So during our breaks, during the other, you know, um, three to five days when they're not in the clinic, um, when they're gone for holidays, something to keep them consistent. So it's a balancing act. And the at-home aspect is always a bigger challenge um, because there's no supervision there. Um, so we want to make sure we give them something that they can commit to, they can do safely, and that they enjoy doing. So it, it's a balancing act, um, juggling between in-clinic focus and then also uh, when they're not there um, for us to help them under our supervision. It's really interesting, Matt, because when we see newly diagnosed um, people with Parkinson's, one of the things sometimes, you know, we look at them and say, okay, now your job, no matter what it's been your whole life, you're now a professional athlete. Yes. You have to exercise every day. It's no longer an option. And of course, the difference between, you know, an amateur athlete, you know, I race a bike as an amateur and a professional is that if I don't feel like exercising, I don't have to. As a pro, it doesn't matter. It's raining. It's crappy. You're out on your bike. So we're looking at with Parkinson's kind of on a lot of cases, having to change people's mindset to say, okay, I don't have any option now. I have to be an exerciser. So I might as well treat it like I'm a pro. Yeah. So programs like what you're doing at, at, at STSU is really interesting because it does give you two days direct training, but it also sends you out to do your, to do your exercise and your, your, uh, your training at home unsupervised. It's cool. Yeah. Yeah. And we, we want to try to build confidence, educate, so they can be, uh, there's more self-efficacy at home. So they feel, start to feel more comfortable. Because like you said, the amateur versus professional, we want them to understand that it's a daily thing. It's a weekly thing. They have to consistently do it because that consistency is what's going to breed results. Um, and throughout our population, throughout all of our clients, there's different levels of understanding and education on exercise for their specific diagnosis. So we want everybody to be able to go home and feel comfortable enough um, that when they're not meeting with us, they can keep up that consistency and not have any decline, um, do things safely. Um, and they're informed about why they're doing things, not just doing things for the sake of doing things, what the purpose and the benefit will be if they stay consistent with it. That's awesome. So uh, anybody can join, anybody can come in. Is there a wait list or can you pretty much walk in? So we do have a short wait list, but for right now, um, for um, the Parkinson's Association, um, we are really trying to spread awareness and get more clients with Parkinson's in our program. So if they reach out, they mention um, this podcast, they mention that um, they're a person with Parkinson's, they, they have, we have a separate wait list for them. So right now there is no wait list. We can get them in immediately. 
Um, but for anybody else, we do have a short wait list um, that we just have to, once a spot opens up, we'll get them evaluated and get them in. But it's we're moving pretty quickly now because we've opened up quite a few spots because our ultimate goal is to serve everybody in the San Diego, San Diego community um, who is interested and has a need for this kind of programming long term. And once you're in, you're in. You don't have. You don't get. You don't get run out like you do in um, insurance or anything like that. No. So once our clients are in there, they are in for good as long as they want to be in there. Um, we've had clients that just started up this semester. So this is. There are a few. Um, they're a little bit a month into their their um, their training, and then we've had clients that have been there for well over a decade. Because, like you said, you know, amateur versus professional. We have the clients that. Um, train like professionals, they realize that, oh, even if I'm starting to feel good in order to maintain this feeling, I got to be consistent. I can't just be discharged with a home exercise program. So we never discharge as long as they're benefiting, as long as they can um, uh, uh, commit to attending. We want them, we want every client there for as long as they want to be there. Good. And it's on the campus out on the eight, right? On the east, east side a little bit. Yeah, yeah, we're we're located in Peterson Gym on San Diego State University campus, um, and um, yeah, we're right in there. We have a nice large space with you know we have all the fancy equipment um, to help clients, but then we also just have very simple bare bones, um, um, you know, uh, low tech equipment because everything serves a purpose um, and everybody's different. So we're we're able to work with a variety of clients. Awesome. And we'll put all the links. So if anybody wants to join, they can just send you an email or give you a call yeah. and, and look into it, right? They can reach out to me via phone call, email, and I'll respond back to them. And another thing I always like to offer is if it's something they're unsure of, I always invite them to reach out to me and I'm happy to give them a tour, show them the clinic in action. They could meet me. They can ask questions um, because I know sometimes over email or phone, it can seem kind of daunting to get all those questions out. Um, so they're more than welcome to come by and I'm happy, happy to give them a one-on-one -on -one tour and show them around. I have a thousand more questions, but we'll wrap it up because they're for me. And so, um, yeah, we'll put your contact information in the show notes. Yeah. And um, I really appreciate your time and in introducing us to this clinic. It sounds like a super cool idea. And uh, I, I think it's great. I hope that that more of you know, our, our Parkinson's community uh, reaches out to take advantage of it. Yeah, I hope so too. I look forward to it. And yeah, we want to be able to serve everybody and we want to try to make uh, more and more of an impact in the Parkinson's community um, and spread education, awareness, and um, if they would like to participate in our clinic. All right. Well, thank you, Matt. Matt Soto of the San Diego State University Adaptive Fitness Clinic. And um, if you have questions, give Matt a call or shoot him an email. And um, thanks, everybody, for listening. We'll uh, look forward to seeing you on the next microcast. <laughs>